What is good, motherfuckers? This is the Be Cool Podcast. Back at it. Yet again, number 92, I think we're at. Hope everyone's doing good, staying warm. It's cuffing season. It's good. It's delicious. Stay fed. Stay wealthy. Stay dry. Stay wet. Whatever you like. Just do it properly. Do it safe. Big ups to everybody living that life. Staying out of that ice cold. We had a little uh, crazy little cold spell come through the United States last week. Hope everybody stayed inside warm. Not on those streets. Out in those ditches. A lot of plowing. A lot of shoveling. A lot of ice. A lot of salt. Get those roofs cleaned. You don't want your inventory getting soaked by a little drippage. If you know what we're talking about. Big week. Had to take last week off. Had to get prepared for a uh, big run here. We got a big run coming up. So doing it for the people. I got a little Diet Coke with me today. We're going to break down the Super Bowl at the end of the podcast. We're talking about the NBA trade deadline. The all-star draft that happened last night on TNT between LeBron James, the king. LeBron James. Kevin Durant, who is not playing We'll talk about the NBA All-Star Draft, a little uh, funny business that was going on with that. And uh, I got a little uh, update on the Tinder Swindler. I don't know if you watched this on Netflix, but we'll finish off the podcast talking about the Tinder Swindler, a new uh, little documentary on Netflix. If you haven't seen that, check it out. I'm going to give you a lot of spoilers. Like I said, if you haven't watched it when it comes out, I'm already ahead of the game. Shit pops off. I watch it. I don't got time for this. That's what the podcast is. That's what the Be Cool podcast does for the people. Give you what you need to know. Give you that info. Those hard facts. Those hard checking facts. So, starting off with the NBA trade deadline. A lot of trades went down. Finally, Ben Simmons. He's out of Philadelphia. He gets traded to the Nets for James Harden. This guy switches more teams than Austin Rivers. It's getting out of hand for a superstar to be you know in and out of towns he just loves the strip clubs he likes the new scenes he you know you got to see different ladies different towns it's not like Kyrie he can't go to different towns well he can go to different towns can't play in his own town so the Nets they pick up Ben Simmons they get Seth Curry a little little shooter not nothing special I mean maybe a 40 percent shooter for his career from downtown but Guy plays off the bench. He's not not a, not a huge pickup here. I mean, good job. And they got Andre Dump, Drummond. Again, this guy is a broken down vet. Can grab some rebounds. Maybe get 10 points for you. Not an offensive threat. Never been an offensive threat. And they got a couple first round picks. And the Sixers get James Harden. James Harden. I mean, the Sixers have got a good team. You got Embiid playing MVP basketball. You got Tyrese Maxey, point guard, playing unbelievable. And you got a couple bums also on that team. But Tobias Harris, can, he, can, he can live up to $30 million a year, no doubt about that. He's a 2010 guy, easy. Just going to have more consistency, that's all. People are in and out of the lineups, injuries and all that kind of stuff. James Harden comes in, facilitates, makes the game easier, opens up the floor for everybody. No, Not a real winner here. Not a real winner, no loser. I mean, Ben Simmons, this is the funny shit, right? Because Ben Simmons is supposed to have mental problems. That's why he hasn't been playing for the Sixers. Can't really mentally be there. Well, he's not going to have mental problems because he's going to be playing for the 
Brooklyn Nets here any any day now. So we'll see how how long that lasts. You got Kyrie Irving doesn't play because he doesn't want to get vaccinated. Can't play in New York. We'll see when those laws are a little more lax for him to be able to do what he has to do on the court. So like I said, it's a it's a wash to me. Nothing. We'll see what happens. KD's still not playing, so you know, see how how far down the uh, Eastern Conference standings that those Brooklyn Nets fall as Philadelphia continues to, uh, you know, do what they can. Right now, tonight, Friday night, as of right now, Philadelphia. Uh, Korkma's not playing too well. He's on my DraftKings. Just watch, just keeping you updated. I'm watching the Celtics right now, down by seven to the Nuggets with about two minutes left in the second quarter. Derek White come in, second half, I mean, uh, second quarter, scored seven straight points. Nice to see. He's a, I mean, you got to hit open shots. That's, a, that's what the game's about. Hit open shots, play a little defense, keep it moving. Ball movement. So, Porzingis gets traded from the Mavs. The Unicorn's gone. He gets traded to Washington. Dinwiddie, Davis Bertans. I'm not, I'm like, what are you doing here? They're just swapping players. Nothing big deal. Nothing, nothing, nothing big for me. But the Celtics, like I said, the Celtics got Derek White from the Spurs. Traded a bunch of guys. He got Langford out of here. Josh Richardson's out of here. A couple first round picks that don't mean anything because what's next year's first round pick for the Celtics going to be? Like I said, absolutely nothing. And the Celtics get back Daniel Tice from Houston. And they give up Dennis Schroeder. Ernest Freedom used to be Ernest Ernest Enos Cantor Enos Freedom now. Shout out to him and Bruno Fernando who had a nasty dunk the other night, playing at the end of the game of that blowout. And uh, nothing really much of of value except for in the beginning. Uh, I want to say on Tuesday, Tuesday or Wednesday, there was some beautiful a beautiful trade that we got to talk about a little bit. Is the Kings and the and the Pacers? What an unbelievable trade! They the Pacers sent like get Tyrese Halliburton, Buddy Heald, and Tristan Thompson. Tristan Thompson just a throwaway, just another body, a little money there, you know, just to even out the trade. And the Kings pick up Domantas Sabonis, big man, Arvidas Sabonis' son, Arvidi, Justin Holiday, and you know, an okay wing player, nothing, nothing special. Not not the best jump shot, you know. Lanky can defend a little bit. Jeremy Lamb used to play with Kemba Walker at UConn. Really fizzled out lately in the in the last couple of years playing with the Pacers, and they also get a second round pick. But I mean, that's probably the best trade for a team. Pacers picking. I mean, they the Pacers gave up. How I mean, uh, shit. What did we saw? Cav, Cav, uh, Karis Levert. To the Cavs earlier that day, also a rookie Rubio switch and some uh, and first round draft picks, second round draft picks. So the Cavs got Karis Levert. So the Indiana Pacers had to figure something out. I don't know why I get off Levert. Levert's a uh, he's about six six, shooting guard, small forward, get things done multiple ways, attacking the basket, perimeter. Not the best defender, but defends a little bit. And also the Blazers got rid of C.J. McCollum. They sent him to the Pelicans. Interesting enough for, I mean, the Blazers got nothing. I don't know what Damian, Damian Lillard is going to be doing, but it's not looking good over there. They got him and Nurkic, and 
Now you got Josh Hart, Sadoransky, Nikhil Alexander Walker. Whew. A lot of, a lot of nothing. A lot of nothing, if you ask me. I mean, Alexander Walker might be, might blossom into something. But you got Anthony Simons over there. Whew, it's gonna be tough. Tough for Portland right now. It's gonna be tough. It's rebuild. It's not. You're not making big changes with those those kind of moves. So uh, you know, interesting, interesting trades. Nothing really that's making big waves. Obviously, people. They're going to talk about the Harden Ben Simmons, but what's that really do? It's good for the Sixers right now. It's not good for the Nets because one of their guys doesn't even play. One guy that they just got hasn't played all year, and one guy's injured. So their big three, what, that's not a big three. That's a big nothing, if you ask me. What do I know, though? I've only watched basketball for, you know, 35 years, so. I might not have any understanding of it, no, no value possessed watching professional basketball. I don't watch that college shit. That's for the amateurs. I, when I, when I, I went to a UVM game the other night, college basketball, men's basketball, versus Binghamton, number number two seed, UVM number one. Well, not should say seed, number one in the conference, UVM 10-0. Binghamton was like 7-4, and 8-4, and four, something like that. And it was a wash. Just UVM destroyed them, but they're shit. These are shit teams, folks. Let's let's not get it twisted here. This is garbage basketball. Crowd cheers when the guy makes a layup. This is what kind of fuckery we're into. Bad defense. It's all zone defenses. Nobody plays one on one, man to man defense. They don't even move. There's no backdoor cuts. There's there's no movement. People don't know how to offensively attack a zone. In, in that kind of conference, it's, it, I mean, it's pitiful. It's, and I think it's just a college all the way around when you talk about college basketball, the way the game's played. You got to switch the shot clock to NBA. You got to switch it all to NBA rules. Why Why are you catering to amateur basketball? Let's get the pro rules inside of a college game. You got to prepare these kids for the future. You can't be coddling these motherfuckers till they're 30 years old and wonder where all the where their... Uh, progress is gone just doesn't work that way so we had the nba all-star draft they had the lebron james the leader in the west for votes so he was the the captain again this year you had kevin durant who's not playing he's injured obviously jason tatum took over his role in the starting lineup but because he was still the leading vote uh, vote getter for the east kevin durant was is the captain who decides who he's going to draft. So that being said, they picked their teams and James Harden, oddly enough, this was on the night of the trade deadline. So it was a few hours after Harden had been traded to Philadelphia for Ben Simmons. Harden is on the, the list of the reserves. couple guys left. Rudy Gobert goes to Rudy, Rudy Gobert. A center, James Harden, is available. Kevin Durant has the second-to-last pick. And Kevin Durant picks Rudy Gobert. Now, this is this is some sad shit, right? He played with this guy for almost two years. You haven't won anything. Kevin Durant's been on multiple teams as well. This is his third team. Started off in OKC. Played in... Golden State with Steph Curry chasing championships. Now he's in Brooklyn playing with Kyrie. They get James Harden last year. 
don't get things done. People get injured. And now he's being petty. He's being petty, doesn't answer questions. Ernie's asking him, guys are trying to have fun. LeBron's laughing because he's seen this all for his entire career. And it's just laughable. It's laughable watching Kevin Durant. He's a grown-ass man. Can't, won't answer questions about his injury. It's just, it's just, what's going on out here? Like, what's going on out here? Just be, have a, be a man. You're a professional. You're getting paid to be on. You're being paid to be a professional. You get millions of dollars. You got Nike deals. You're on TNT. If you don't want to do it, don't do the fucking show, man. Just don't do the fucking show. I don't want to see you bitching and complaining. This is supposed to be entertaining. It's for the fans. If you don't want to have fans, don't be on Twitter. Don't be on social media. Don't don't try to be a f- superstar. You can't just go out and play basketball. If you want, if you have signed up for this, you know what I'm saying. These are professional basketball players. The reason you get paid that money is because TV pays the rights to show the footage of you guys actually playing the game. So don't complain about it. If you don't want to be bothered by people, go get an office job and do that shit and go make $30,000 a year instead of $200 million for three. No complaints. Stop the bitching and crying. Stop acting like big babies. Answer the fucking questions. And if you want to be respected, respect the other people. You know, you're going to harbor bad will towards James Harden because he doesn't want to play on a team that one of the superstars doesn't even want to be a part of the team. Team's going nowhere. You're injured. They've only played 16 games total with each other. Where's it? What's going on? I mean, I, I, I'm not on sides here. I'm just giving you the facts. If you're going to be a big baby, don't cry about it. You're not Glenn Davis, are you? What are we doing over here? I don't have any compassion for that. I think it's soft. It's weak. Um... Just it's just unbelievable. You just pick you pick and choose who you want to be having conversations with, do podcasts and all that kind of stuff. But it is it is what it is. At the end of the day, amazing basketball talent, just a poor human being in that sense. Just not a professional. Great talent, not a professional. It's sad to watch, but what are you gonna do? Kicking off of that, rolling. Off of the, these that kind of uh, mentality, Joe Rogan hits the the wires again this week with with what a what a debacle this has become with a Alex Jones compilation of Joe Rogan saying the N word like seventy times and and just a despicable Planet of the Apes joke that went awry during a podcast. And uh, this uh, this compilation of Joe Rogan saying the N word in conversation, he uh, had resurfaced. So another website, some Democratic uh, leftist website, had reposted it, and it took off. And Joe Rogan had to issue an apology and go on, you know, go on the blah 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 blah. So there's always everybody's got an excuse, right? So people on the People on the right are going to say, oh, they took it out of context. Well, context is you say the N-word. doesn't matter how what the context is. White people aren't out here saying the N-word for uh, their own benefit. You know what I'm saying? 
it's a derogatory word shouldn't be said by anybody with any kind of background other than black understand that's just the way it is if you don't have a black parent if you're not black shouldn't be saying the n-word in any context i don't care if you're rapping the song i said this in a little tweet the other the other morning woke up real early just feeling feeling off about 4 30 in the morning i had to tweet out if you say something if you say or do anything racist don't complain when someone calls you a racist it's just the way it is it's not complicated if you have a complication with that if you don't understand that then you never understand it there's no argument about it you know it's just it is what it is it's just reality you can create your own reality that's fine you can live in your own little bubble really doesn't fix anything though really doesn't change the the truth about the matter you know you can tell a ton of stories you can uh you can say rap lyrics and use those words and believe that what you're saying when you're saying them you're not using it to demean anybody not using it derogatory but that doesn't change the reality of you actually saying the word now if you're if you're comfortable saying that and you you are comfortable say in a room full of only black people and see how that shit works out have that conversation say that word in conversation with black people and see the confidence level that you have see how it rises I'm sure it won't. I see you shaking in your boots. I see you, your, 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 your lips are quivering. Your ankles are shaking. You just don't have. It, it's because it, you're not supposed to say it. That's when you know it's, it's a wrong thing to do. Because you want to, if you're not going to do it in that setting, you shouldn't be doing it in any setting. They kick your ass. You know what I'm saying? You get dragged out of here real quick. Zero to a motherfucking hundred. So you got to you got to find out, you got to figure it out. You know, you got to open up your uh, that third eye a little bit. Maybe understand a little something out here. Not everything's a TikTok video, not everything's a fucking book, not everything's an Instagram post, not a new story, not everything's a podcast. You know, there's there's real life consequences for the shit you do. And you can abide by the laws that I try to give you, that information in the you know the inspiration that I try to give you on the podcast every week but that's on you to take you can roll with these punches or not or you get laid the fuck out that's just the way it is you know hopefully you choose the the easier path but sometimes it can, it can be difficult it can be difficult for you and I hope you choose the wiser because sooner or later there's not going to be a the group of people hanging around you that are going to fucking uh, stick around when this shit gets tough or thick out here. No pause. No homo. Just momo. So. I, do I consider, do I think Joe Rogan's a racist? No. Do I think he's an ignorant idiot? Yeah. I mean that. Planet of the Apes joke was one of the most racist things I've ever heard. And the explanation he used. He even knew what he was saying was racist. Because he caught himself halfway through it. Saying that was racist. Well you said the shit. So. What do you, what, how are you dissecting that? You're the one creating that. Those thoughts are in your head. You're around a bunch of black people and all you can think of is being in Africa and the Planet of the Apes. Just because you're going to see the movie. That's some good ass weed. 
but I've been high a lot. Been high a lot around black people. Never had to worry about that. Made a lot of music around a lot of black people. Never had a goddamn problem. So I guess it's just a mentality and understanding. You know, maybe just being honest with yourself. Just, you know, w- wake up a little bit. If you, if you surround yourself with a lot of white people, you can get, sometimes you get lost out here. There's no doubt about that. You got to be careful out here. You know, just, just you know, you might, you might want to, uh, you know, put some more salt and pepper on that steak, you know. You know what I'm saying? You got to season, you got to season your life right. You can't be out here just uh, out in the snowflakes. You know, there's some different granulars out here. Different kind of season. You get some paprika. Get some turmeric. little cardamom. A little cinnamon out here. Mix it up. Mix it up real nice. So you got the Super Bowl coming up this weekend. Big weekend. Got a couple dollars out here. A couple dollars over there. DraftKings cooking off. I got a, I got about five bucks on DraftKings rappling out, you know. Trying to see what I can do. Maybe get a nice fat stack. Settle down for the winter. Just enjoy life, as it were. But on that... Super Bowl, no. You got the Rams out in L.A. Playing this Super Bowl in L.A. Beautiful weather out there right now. And against the Cincinnati Bengals. Joe Burrow looking real nice, like I said. Jamar Chase, Offensive Rookie of the Year. They might have their tight end back. C.J. Unbelievable. I can't believe this guy might be back for the Super Bowl. Obviously, you got Cooper Cup, Odell Beckham. Daryl Henderson is activated off the injured reserve. Should be some interesting, interesting things happening during this uh, Super Bowl. I think the over-under is, what, 47 or something like that? Might be 47. I know the Rams must be plus four. It's a four-point spread for the Rams. And, you know, it's Rams got a great defense, but Cincinnati stopped the KC Chiefs the second half for three points. That's going to be should be an interesting game. I'm going to go with the Rams on this one. I I thought Stafford was going to fall apart last week or two weeks ago, but somehow he fought through it, got it done. Cooper Cup, Beckham, Van Jefferson, hopefully you can get get some points because you got to get some of those DraftKings low price guys in there and maybe Van Jefferson get those get those points we need. And Cam Akers, obviously he's he should be a full go. You got Sony Michelle back there, Joe Mixon on the other side, T Higgins, um, and obviously obviously Tyler Boyd. They got a, a great roster of uh, offensive threats on both sides. So it should be, I, I'm thinking 28-20, maybe 28-21, end of the day, Rams win. I hope it's a shootout. I like a nice entertaining game. You know, I, I watched the Bills lose that game to the Chiefs. And, you know, I could be sitting here just joyful as hell. Maybe the Bills win in a Super Bowl. But just like in the 90s, it wasn't meant to be. Just wasn't meant to be, but I'm either way. I'm gonna enjoy my Sunday little Julie drive-in special Saturday night, little UFC out in the Berg, celebrating, drinking some what? 
Pappy Van Winkle bourbon, maybe. Who knows what the fuck's going to happen, but I got a rough weekend ahead of me. I'm going to relax tonight, finish up the Celtics game, Super Bowl, a lot of interesting stuff. Who are you going to play as your captain? Cooper Cup. You're going to play one of the defenses. What do you, I mean, a lot of opportunities out here, but you got to be contrarian. You got to make a lineup that not everyone's going to have. You don't want to spread that money around. You want to keep it to yourself and you want to double up. Got to double up. So just play it smart. Play responsibly. Enjoy yourselves, but, you know, drink responsibly. Have a little glass of water every now and again. Eat some food. It's going to be a late night, you know. 6 o'clock, 6.30 kickoff. Then you got the halftime. Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Kendrick Lamar, Eminem. Who knows who's going to be out there? Maybe a little 50 cent in the game. I'm hoping 50 cent in game come out, you know, together. Do a little hate it or love it, dog. Your dog's on. Hate it or love it. Imagine that. And oh, speaking of speaking of the halftime show, Snoop Dogg finally he finally owns Death Row. Doesn't own the masters to the music, but he owns the record label now. He was a part of Def Jam because he wasn't able to get Death Row. But now he, this week, he finally has purchased Death Row Records. I think that's a beautiful thing. You know, Suge Knight's rotting away in jail right now. as where he should be. I mean, the guy's committed atrocities in life. So, I mean, come on. Guy's a criminal. I got no problem saying that. He'll never listen to me. But the Celtics did listen to me because they're on a fucking tear right now. Passing that basketball, making the ball move, playing defense. They're down to the Nuggets right now, but Celtics playing a good basketball, playing, playing good basketball. Nothing we can do about it. Just reality. It's the truth. I, sp- I spoke it into existence. They listen. It's not like those New York Knicks. New York Knicks, I mean, if you're a New York Knicks fan, thanks for listening to the podcast. That's all I can tell you. Maybe you want to play some more 2K, figure it out a little bit. And so... With that being said, though, you know, shout out to everybody out there. Remember, Reese45MC, Instagram, Twitter, drop the likes. Don't forget to leave those reviews. We need the reviews. We love the reviews. Leave those comments on iTunes, on Spotify. You know, don't take your music off Spotify. If you don't want to pay for the subscription, you don't have to do it. Just be honest with yourself. That's what I say. You know, you don't have to support everybody, but support support the truth. It's fine. There's a lot and Joe Rogan's had a lot of good a lot of good guests. Like there's a um Randall Carlson that recently came out. And this guy is a talks a lot about the geography and how our planet was created, what kind of cataclysmic events that had occurred and how our land has been shaped by certain things such as, you know, ice shelves and tries to explain a lot of the mysteries of our civilization based on you know science which i applaud all the time he has his own podcast check that randall carlson you can watch it on youtube also but it's on it's on stitcher it's on spotify and all that kind of stuff so check it out there's always some good every podcast has some good guests you don't you don't have to necessarily prescribe to whatever that podcaster believes or their ideals some people can have good conversations with people. Some people are just plain scumbags. There's no doubt about that. Just you gotta you gotta learn how to decipher that. You gotta you gotta build your own repertoire of information. You can't just listen to one person. One person can only give you one view. Their view. You should have your own view. You have your own understanding, your own knowledge, 
you don't have you don't have knowledge by listening to somebody else. You don't those are those are based on experiences. Now you might want to do some shit. You gotta do some shit in life to actually know what the fuck you're talking about. You know, it's it's not easy to program a TV and like till you do it. You gotta program that motherfucker. You know, it's not easy to be the best at 2K22 on PS5 unless you're the best at fucking 2K22 on PS5. You know what I'm saying? You can't. You don't know how to get the some of the hardest releases in the sneaker game unless you start going on Union.com on 12 o'clock on a Friday, February 11th, and picking up a pair of Nike Dunks with a Union collab for 150 that sell for 500 bucks. You know, you got to know how to do this kind of shit. It's not an easy game. None of this shit's easy. But you got to do it. You got to do the work. And speaking of doing work, we're going to finish this one off with, like I said, the Tinder Swindler. What a fuck. Now, I can't remember where I heard about this. Oh, oh, Dave Portnoy talked about it in some rant or something like that last week. The Tinder Swindler. This is on Netflix documentary. It's like an hour, two hours. And this one's based on a young Israeli man who was on Tinder, who claimed to be the Diamond Prince or the Prince of Diamonds. And this motherfucker on his, you know, Tinder profile, he's on planes, private planes. He's on by beaches or overlooking, you know, exotic areas. He's got Gucci glasses, Versace shirts on, and claims to be the the son of a diamond, you know, billionaire. So it starts off with some cute blonde broad from England or something like that. She swipes right on his Tinder profile. They start talking. He invites her on a trip. Takes the private plane. She's on a plane. They go out and have a. They're at a nice hotel. Eat good dinner. They fuck the first night. They hang out. Couple month later, this guy starts asking her for money. Saying, "Oh, oh, you you know how my life is. It's dangerous. People want to kill. You know, people want to kill me. The things I do. You know, it's not easy doing what I do. Blah blah blah. See, this guy starts asking for twenty five k. Asking for, uh." Putting money on a new credit card so he can use the credit card. This girl gives this dude over $250,000. Now listen to me. I never... I bought a few dinners for a couple brats in my life. But what kind of what kind of human being, first of all? Look on a human being. First time you go on a date with somebody, you go on a private plane. Obviously you're fucking, you're a sucker. You're a sucker because the first thing you talk about is you go on the private plane. Oh, we had an instant connect. Of course you had an instant connection. You fucking love the money. And I'm not saying she's a gold digger or anything like that. I'm saying she's a fucking idiot. Because you're an idiot is because you fell in love with what it was, not what what it is. You know what I'm saying? You fell in love with the swindle. So she got taken for $250,000. Well, the, the story of this documentary is this guy's doing it. To multiple women at multiple times. That's why he can live this lifestyle. So he's got one girl paying for another girl that he's with. And he's got another girl paying for another girl that he's with. It's some crazy shit. How you can find this many dumb broads is 
is not just laughable. It's unimaginable to me. Like the only time that I ever was on Tinder, the only time I went on it when I was taking a shit, you know, the only time I was enjoying my life was swiping right on the Tinder when I was taking a nice big shit and enjoying my early morning. Only thing better to do other than check the NASDAQ was just sw- swipe right on every picture I saw. I'm not looking at anybody's bios or whatever, the f- what they're, if they got dogs or they got friends or shit like that. Nobody, I don't give a fuck about that. I ain't trying to marry nobody on this Tinder shit. But the, the perfect name, Tinder Swindler. So it goes to the end. They're, they finally get, um, they finally track this guy down and they have a news, uh, s- s- ah, Jesus, one of the, one of these countries in Europe finally has a, uh, gets a news, a newspaper article gets published then they get the authorities involved. They finally get this guy arrested after one of the girls uh, that he's dating sees him on like a promo for the tent as the Tinder swindler, like in the article. So she gets all she's in debt. She's got one hundred fifty thousand dollars in this guy already. He's taking her for one hundred fifty k. So after it all, he's got like $10 million taken from all these women. Some of these women, and some some of these women don't even believe it. Some of these women are still in relationships with this guy after all that. So he finally gets uh, arrested. Somehow he only spends five months in jail for whatever crimes they... It's some, Somehow these financial crimes are so laxed in some of these places that he spends five months in jail and he's out again. So to this day, right now, he's dating like one of the hottest broads in the world or in Europe or fucking whatever. She don't care. He's still driving around a Lamborghini. He's swindling someone. He's out there swindling still. He's still... T- I, don't, <laughs> I don't know if that's commendable or it, it's it's disgusting at some point, right? It's like, it's got to be disgusting. The how this person can still be doing what they're doing with no ramifications. Like it's just as bad as murdering someone. You just took everyone their their entire financial life and de- destroyed it. These people. How do you get two hundred fifty thousand dollars back? That's not easy. American American Express is not, you know, gonna just be lax on those payments. They're gonna want some interest on this. They don't care who what happened, right? If the government don't care, guarantee no creditor is going to give a fuck. Amazing, amazing story. Two hours of that. You, you get halfway through it, you're just who? You got another girl involved with this? It's just, it's absolutely, absolutely confusing. I just can't believe it. So, with that being said. I'm going to swindle the fuck out of this podcast real quick. I hope everybody enjoyed it. Go check out the Tender Swindler. Enjoy the Super Bowl this weekend. Have some good food. Spend it with some friends. Have some laughs. Gamble responsibly. Do it right. I'm going to be drinking champagne. I got a big-ass bottle. Four-bottle bottle. I got that big-boy bottle of champagne. That four-bottle bottle. Four-bottle bottle, bottle, bottle. It's a damn thing if they don't know me. Slick like a Vato, your boy Jay-Z. And uh, with that being said, peace and love to everybody out there. Enjoying your life. I'll holla at y'all next week. We'll talk about the Super Bowl, what happened. 
how the gambling went. Hope y'all doing good. Stay safe. Cuffing season is still deep out there. I love y'all. I respect it. You know, life is fun. Life is short. You got to do what you and Enjoy that shit, man. Enjoy it. Keep it real. And uh, I'll bust back next week with y'all. Enjoy. Enjoy life. Just enjoy. That's all I can say. And don't get swindled by this dumb ass shit out here. Don't get fucked around with these dumb ass motherfuckers out here. Stay, stay true. Stay you. Stay red and blue. America, baby, to the fullest. All day, every day. And remember, be cool, motherfuckers. Be cool. You ain't ready for war. You ready to rap. You ready to talk.